And we're back live on Ignorance right here on Ignorance Radio. And for the next 60 minutes, we're going to be talking to you about some of the things that's been going on, some of the some of the happenings that's been happening over the past week since we last talked to you. You know, last week we talked about the Florida gubernatorial race, uh, you know, a couple other things that you know, we might we might readdress. But since then, the news has been a little... I don't want to say on fire, but it's been pretty interesting. Pretty interesting, to say the least. And, uh, you know, we had a Cosby kid. I don't know. Are we still calling him Cosby kids? He wasn't really a Cosby kid. He was a Cosby kid husband. But anyway, yeah, Jeff Owens, job shame for working at Trader Joe's earlier this week. And it became a huge thing. I actually remember calling... Our dot on the phone, I think Sunday night or month, Saturday night or something, talking to them about that before it even became such a huge deal. Also, just in time for the football season, and we know how controversial the NFL has been the last couple of years, but just before the football season, Nike releases an ad just in time, releases an ad in support of Colin Kaepernick. Or is it in support of Colin Kaepernick? We're going to talk about that. And much, much more here on Intelligent Ignorance. But without further ado, let me introduce my co-host, my man, my right hand over here, my man R. Dot, on his way to the New York studio. That's why it sounds the way it sounds when you when you when you hear him talk. But what's going on, R. Dot? Jay, Chris, man, it's been a week. It's been a week for news, man. But some crazy things going on. First and foremost, I got to say, R.I.P. to Mac Miller. Uh, and also to everybody that I offended yesterday uh, by not knowing any of Mac Miller's music. Uh, he's from a generation that wasn't of mine, so I didn't really know his music, but I do see how he impacted a lot of younger people. So R.I.P. Mac Miller, man. Big loss in the hip-hop community. Yeah, R.I.P. to Mac Miller. I admittedly do not, I'm not... I'm not um, up on his catalog, to be honest with you. Uh, but I do know, I am aware of who he who he is. Um, died of, of an apparent drug overdose. And only 26 years old, to, if I'm not if I'm not uh, mistaken there. And uh, you know, just to, you know, see the youth go down like that is doggone shame. I hate seeing it, but what I hope it can be, I hope his death is not in vain. I hope his death can be. A reminder to to the youth out here that look, man, these drugs ain't nothing to play with. You think you know what you're doing, but you may not always know what you're doing. Maybe you think you know something that Mac Miller didn't know. I don't know, but you know these drugs out here ain't nothing to play with. And well, that's a whole another show in itself. I don't want to get in get completely into that. Um, we had another Hollywood death this past week too. Burt Reynolds died, and yeah. you know if you're not, a lot of people know him from uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, and I saw a lot of cop and a half, um, cop and a half posts. I saw a lot of, uh, well, I didn't see any Magnum PI posts. I think he was Magnum PI. Uh, there's another show he was in. I can't think of right now at the top of my head because I wasn't expecting to uh, say this, but, um, yeah, another, another loss in Hollywood. I think he was 80, was he 81? I believe, or is I'm not really sure. I have to look that up. But, uh, yeah, Mac Miller, um, Burt Reynolds, rest in peace. And without uh, any further ado, I do want to get into the, the job shaming incident with Jeffrey Owens. Yeah. If you don't know who Jeffrey Owens is, if you haven't been up on the news this week, Jeffrey Owens 
is an actor, a very accomplished actor, um, that played, he's best known for his role as Elvin Thibodeau from the Cosby Show. Elvin Thibodeau was the husband, the boyfriend, and then the husband of the oldest Cosby kid, which was uh, Sandra. Sandra was the oldest Cosby kid, but Elvin played a, played quite a role. Elvin's role on that show was really fun because when he came into the, the show, he was really a, a, a misogynistic person, right? Um, and then as the show progressed, I mean, they kept him on that show, um, and, and he had married many appearances on the show. Um, he he became uh, his character became a lot more uh, humble on those opinions and on those views to the point that they really never came up again. But, um, you know, it seemed like everybody liked Elvin. And basically what happened was he was working at a cash register at at a Trader Joe's grocery store in New Jersey. And a patron of the store, a, a, a shopper, a grocery shopper, took a picture of him and, and basically posted it. I think, he, I think she may even sold the picture. And at that point, job shaming ensued. The fact that he was an actor working. And, you know, what goes into a prop cult mostly is the fact that we haven't seen him out front on a TV screen, movie screen in, in a while. So you see the fact that he's working at a grocery store, and then you know that you haven't seen him in a while. You just automatically think, oh, man, this guy... He fell off. He fell off the fell, fell the grace. He, he blew all his money. He, you know, whatever the case may be. He went on the news. He went on Good Morning America. He went on MSNBC. Went on all the, all the news outlets, basically to explain, you know, what's going on. He really doesn't know anyone an explanation. But I'm really glad that he did that, um, because you know he's saying, look, when you're an actor, you only get paid when you work. So you gotta you gotta compensate for those times in between. When you're not really working, and those those royalty checks come like once in the blue moon, so and and they slow down since that whole Cosby incident, so they've definitely slowed down quite a bit. So he definitely had to count, you know, he had to make up for that. Uh, support, he got the family support, and uh, you know, Arda, I want to I want to get your opinion on on that whole situation. Man, when you when you originally called me, and I want to say I think it was either Friday night or Saturday night. Uh, to let me know about it, I was I was floored number one that somebody took it to the extent to take a picture of that man uh, bagging groceries basically at Trader Joe's. Uh, but it was amazing how the response when you know that Jeffrey Owens hasn't been on television often recently, so. You have to realize that actors are real people, and they still have to take care of their families just like any other person. Um, a lot of the feedback, and especially the negative comments, were, oh, well, he must have blown his money, or he didn't manage things properly. And I think people fail to realize that his run on The Cosby Show ended in 1992. So it wasn't like he was on a prominent show three or four months ago and then he resorted to bagging groceries. And the other thing was... Right, we talking 26 know, years ago. Right. <laughs> 26 years ago that I mean, show ended. More than two decades ago, 
was his last, and I don't want to say major appearance, because he did have a few other appearances here and there. Uh, yeah, but absolutely. His most prominent role was over 25 years ago. So, also, the other thing was the the young lady who took the picture. And I'm not saying that, you know, she hasn't been to that Trader Joe's before or but being that he was there for over a year, I think that he had said himself that he was employed at that Trader Joe's for about 15 months. So a little yes. over a year. Uh, now he was there and I don't even want to speculate on how much traffic a Trader Joe's gets down. But if he's working like a normal adult and he's working 40-hour work week, how many opportunities did people have to come in there and take pictures of him and recognize who he was? So it was just weird that all of a sudden now it occurred because we don't know whether the, the patron is a frequenter of that Trader Joe's or if she had never seen him there before. The timing was just a little odd. Um, but I do want to say that I was truly happy that Tyler Perry did offer him a contract for the upcoming season of the haves and have not. So now he is going to at least be gainfully employed for another season of work. Uh, so he'll have a role on the show, and I believe they said it was going to be 10 episodes. So even if, and I know that he did come out and say that he didn't want jobs offered to him out of pity because of his situation. Uh, but if that situation brought out something positive for him uh, and it can be portrayed positively for other actors, uh, then it was beneficial and something positive did come out about from it. Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely did. Uh, something positive for him came out from it. Um I, I also feel like, you know, I'm, I'm glad he was offered, uh, you know, a 10-episode run on Tyler Perry's show. Um, but, I, you know, I wonder, like, there's so many people in Hollywood that have gone however long without a show on screen. But what a lot of people don't realize is Jeffrey Owens is also, I mean, he's Yale-educated, okay? He is, he was also a, a teacher for the um, a actor, a acting teacher. Okay, I'm not sure if it was theater or just, you know, regular acting. But he's an acting teacher. So, you know, he had, he's been working. So it's not like just because we haven't seen him on TV doesn't mean he hasn't been working. He's been working. Um, He's been in plays, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, I shouldn't say a lot of people don't go to, there are a lot of people that go to plays, but the people that are stuck on the TV, stuck in watching TV, tend to not go to plays that often. It just is what it is. That's how I see it, and you know that those are those are my thoughts about it. Um, I've been to a few plays in my day. I don't frequent them, okay. Um, but I'm also not stuck to the TV either. I'm I'm mostly stuck in front of my computer trying to put shows together. Two one five three eight three three nine nine two. We are the intelligent ignorance, and we are on New Twist Radio. We're talking currently about the Jeffrey Owens job shaming incident, and I want to talk about the job shaming. The fact that he was working at Trader Joe's. Okay, now this is this is something that I mean we, we want to look a little deeper into the job shame. At least I want to look a little deeper into the job shame. He's being job shamed, right? 
And this is the type of these are, I guess you know what job shaming is bullying, right? If you think about Definitely. it, if you, if you say you know a, a woman is being body shamed, that's bullying. So job shaming is bullying, and th- those are the type of things that let's say let's say we're talking about you know a seventeen year old kid, a fifteen year old kid, as opposed to talking about Jeffrey Owens, and we're, and I'm just sticking to the theme of job shaming here. Now, working at a, a grocery store is a good job for a fifteen year old kid. You know, you know, a good first job, whatever the case may be, making money, not really paying bills, you know, assumingly, and you know they're they're getting a check, they're able to pay for the things they need to pay for. But let's say there's people and they're like, oh, you only work at Trader Joe's. There's not many options out there for a kid, right? And then they could turn to something that's a lot more negative that makes a lot more money, and then they become in trouble, right? Jeffrey Owens could have also done the same thing. And then we then the story was totally different. Now where is it in our mindset that you know we, we figure out that not I shouldn't say figure out, but we realize that a job is a job. And this the man needs to needs to support his family. You know, and why do we have to look at it as, as a bad thing that he's working at a grocery store? He's working. <laughs> okay? He's working. There's no no shame in working. For a living, no shame at whatsoever. Okay, I work for a living. Most of the people that listen to me work for a living. Brian, I'm sorry, R. Dot, I keep putting your name out there. It is what it is. He works for a living. Okay, a lot of people work multiple jobs for a living. A lot of people hate their jobs. Okay, a lot of people hate their jobs, but they keep going because they got to support a family. No point in in bullying someone for the job that they have, people. That's not right. It's just not right, and that causes that can cause a lot of things for somebody that may not be as strong-minded as a Jeff Owens or a Jay Chris or an R. Dot or whoever the case may be. Two one five three eight three three nine nine two. Give us a call if you want to if you want to chime in on the Jeff Owens situation. And I'm proud of Jeff Owens. I'm proud of Jeff Owens because he he stood up for for what he felt. You know he he admitted. You know I'm I'm, I'm feeding my family. I'm support. These royalty checks don't come all that often. And if, if I'm not mistaken, royalty checks are less and less each one you get. Okay? And it's not like he was on every episode of the Cosby Show. Okay? You only get paid when you're on an episode that, that's aired. So, um, as far as the your opinion, are that, as far as the, the job shaming and the bullying aspect goes. Man, I mean, it's, it's something that's kind of been deep-rooted in our communities for a long time. And, I mean, think back when, I don't know, what was your first job when you were a teenager? My first legitimate job, and by that I mean not under the table. My first legitimate job, I was working at um, American Appliance, appliance store. I was a stock I was a stock kid, a stock boy, or whatever you want to call it. I was carrying out air conditioners and refrigerators and all that stuff, putting them in people's cars. See, my, now, my first job was at MBNA America, which most people may not remember, uh, but it was one of the. It was actually the largest credit bank in North America. So, as I a fifteen-year-old, as a fifteen-year-old, I'm working at an enterprise that most adults 
envied my job. Uh, so, but there are so many teenagers, or even when you're a teenager, uh, the first job that most get are at Wendy's, at Burger King, uh, because you have to have minimal skill and you have to have minimal education, uh, and it's a a minimal wage. Uh, it's usually the first job that many people get into. Uh, so for something, when you look at those jobs and you look at being a grocery boy, and some of those jobs, like a bagger at a grocery store, most people refer it to as like a grocery boy because it's something like a childish job, something that somebody younger has. So when you see somebody who's Ivy League school educated uh, bagging groceries, you a lot of people, and we saw it, we saw it with Jeffrey Owens, a lot of people began to draw some type of conclusions to his situation. And I think that that's what we do, in essence, when we see people that we don't traditionally think fit a role in a role. So when you see a 30-year-old man at the register at Wawa, you immediately start to think about his life decision and what type of situation he may have put himself into to be relegated to a position like a cashier at a convenience store. Uh, so I think that it's something that we have to kind of retrain our thinking on because people have to do what they have to do to survive. And I know that that was one of the things, and I know I've shared it with you and other people close to me, but it's not like it's something that I can't talk about on the air. But moving back to Delaware and coming back up north, uh, leaving a prominent six-figure uh, salary and coming back for – something that was really an entry-level position. And a lot of people looked at me and said, hey, you're doing, doing that. It's beneath you. You're college educated. You've been in these roles as an executive before, and now you're somewhat of a frontline employee. Why would you do that to yourself? And I think even it's a humbling experience for people to look at your situation and kind of really dig into your situation and draw conclusions without really asking you why you did something. And, you know, for me, a lot of it was the motivation of, hey, I got to take care of my family. I got a 10-month-old. I have a new, uh, a relatively new child um, who I have to provide for, and my oldest is in college. So, you know, taking on a role that was somewhat lesser than what people would have thought was for me. Um, it was not only humbling for me, but to really understand what people thought behind my thought process of doing it without ever really asking. So people just drew a lot of inference and made their own conclusions as to why I did it, uh, right. not really understanding it. So it, it, it's one of those things that, hey, I can speak on it because I – just recently lived it, not to the extent of people are taking pictures of me and putting it on the internet, but I think right. that you, it's you're not, you're not at the you're not at the at the at the at the <clears throat> the visible noticeable level of Jeffrey Owens being that you you weren't on the Cosby Show, but you know there are people that know you in your own circle, 
You know, and there's right. people that know him in his own circle. And we got a call coming in, uh, one four two nine, uh, that wants to speak on this situation. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Wally, coming from uh, Maryland. What's up, Wally? What's going on, Wally? What, what, what you, what you want, what's your take on this topic? Uh, man, you know what? I mean, I, I heard him on Good Morning America with Robin Williams, and um. And my whole thought process, I love this message. It was more like every job is valuable. Like, we got to get away from the society or all the thought process of people of thinking that one one man is better than the next person. God created everybody equal, and every job is it has its task and has its responsibility and it has its power. So, like, him, at the job that he was, he was working at for being an actor, it doesn't really matter. To the, to, at the end of the day, you're doing this world of service. So we got to stop getting to a point that just because you work this particular job, that you're like you're working a particular job that you're better than that person, and I love that message you put on, on Good Morning America. Yeah, that yeah, the, the message you put out on Good, Good Morning America, excuse me. That you know, yeah. a, a job, yeah. a job is basically a job, and no, no, no job is they yeah. might have better pay, better, better benefit, uh-huh. and all like that. But you know, a job is a job. I work my job, you work exactly. your job, he works his job. It is what it is, and uh-huh. you know who? Uh-huh. Why judge the man for going out making money? Let, let's put it this way. I work in, I've, I worked in sports broadcast, okay, and yeah. one of the games I worked was actually at the University of Pennsylvania basketball. It was a basketball game about, I want to say about six, seven years ago, okay. And Denzel Washington was at the game, and we spoke mm-hmm. to Denzel Washington because Denzel Washington's son, not not John David, but another another one of his kids was playing for the University of Pennsylvania at the time. So he was at the game, you know, as as a fan, as a supporter of his son. But, of course, you see Denzel Washington, you got to get in it, right? Well, if you think about it, Denzel Washington, big-time actor, you, you would think money is never a problem for him, right? Well, he's got to pay for his kids to go to, go to college, okay? So let's, if, if you saw Denzel Washington working another job or taking movie roles that just – aren't becoming of Denzel Washington, you got to understand that people need money to, to support family. Of course. Of course. Uh, a prime uh, example. I, I, um, what's what's my man's name? Uh, Samuel Jackson said he never turns down movie roles. So he's got kids in college. He needs to pay. He said if it's paying, he'll do it. said he never turns them down. You know what I mean? Even if it's, I mean, he's, he's done some great movies. He's done some bad movies. Okay. And but the fact that he's Samuel Jackson, he will get roles. He probably he probably rarely has to audition. He probably just gets roles sent to him. Like, look, we want you to play this role. And he's got to collect them checks. And he's got to, he 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 probably is the United Negro College. Player. I don't know how many kids he has, but he says he's putting his kids through school. So, you know, it is what it is. Two one five three eight three three nine nine two. This is Intelligent Ignorance. This is Saturday afternoon edition. One hour with you guys. We're talking. Jeffrey Owens, we're talking job shaming. Um, as stated earlier, Tyler Perry has offered Jeffrey Owens a ten-year, uh, excuse me, a ten-episode run. I'm still in my sports mindset. Ten-year run, a ten-episode run uh, on the the has and have nots. So, and I person, I don't watch that show. I know a lot of people that do watch that show. I don't watch that show. I've heard it's pretty good. You know, I don't get a lot of. There's probably five TV shows that I'm really into. Um, I can't even. I think uh, what power, right? Um, what are some other ones I'm into? Um, I don't even know. I don't even know. Outside of the sports realm, I'm not really sure what what shows I really am into watching. 
outside of power right now. So I know The Walking Dead, when that comes back, I'll check that out, but that's getting boring to me. Um, but in, in this day and age, you know, let, let, let's change, let's switch gears a little bit. I'm not going to change topics. Let's switch gears. You know, it, it's not even about getting to Hollywood anymore, right? Where does Hollywood, Hollywood comes to you now. Hollywood comes to YouTube and finds people. Case in point, Insecure with uh, Issa Rae. Issa Rae started her, I guess you can say in a sense, she started her TV career on YouTube. HBO saw her special or her, 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 her show and, you know, offered her the show Insecure, which is, you know, it's relatively similar to the show she had on YouTube. But, you know, she didn't go after the role. The role came after her. So, you know, I don't know if Jeff Owens or anybody else that's been in Hollywood was in the old school Hollywood. Okay, I'm sorry. Don't be offended. I said the old school Hollywood. I'm talking about people from the 90s, 80s, 70s. I don't know if they're into YouTube. I don't know if they're into putting themselves out there on YouTube for everyone to see social media and stuff like that. But that's kind of the way of the world right now. Okay? 215-383-3992. Wiley, when you saw... When you saw initially, and I know you've seen the story of Jeff Owens working at the Trader Joe's. When you uh-huh. saw that initially, and, and before I even ask you that, let me just say, I would not have shamed Jeff Owens. Honestly, I would have took a picture no, with I would. him. I would have asked, asked him if I could take a picture with him. There's no way I would have snuck a yeah. picture. That's Elvin Thibodeau. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have took a picture with him. Like, yo, can I take a picture with you? You know what I mean? There's no way out of shame. Like that's you know that's who he is. Unless he was mean, it doesn't seem like a mean guy. But who knows? Um, but when you initially saw the picture of him and the story of him working at a Trader Joe's, what was your initial reaction? Uh, first off, I thought to myself like, wow, he's a talented you know a talented brother and a talented actor. I was thinking to myself like, wow, you know what I mean? I mean, you automatically gonna think like times 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 are tough. That's what you think. You know what I mean? Initially, that's what you're gonna think. But again, I'm not. Sh- I'm not gonna like shame him for working working there, like working at Trader Jones. Like, you, like to me, at the end of the day, you gotta do what, what helps you live and survive. Like, I'm not gonna say like, okay, like this job is invaluable. But initially, what I saw, I was like, wow, you know, it has to be tough being an actor, like to find a gig as an actor. That's the first thing I saw. Uh, other than that, I didn't. I didn't look at it like, oh man, this is sad. This is a sad story. Like. No, I looked at it like, at the end of the day, I looked at it like, okay, this man has to do what he has to do to support his family and support himself. So who am I? And he's doing it, in a, and this is the thing, he's doing it in a legal way. If he did something illegal and made a boatload of money, we would look bad if we, he would look bad upon it. You know what I mean? Right. But he's doing it in and a legal uh, way. So Stuff like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like he's getting illegal, he's making money, and, I mean, you know, supporting his family in a legal way. So who am I to, like, Look bad, look look down upon it again. You look, I'm an individual. My thought process is that my parents came in this country as foreigners, so they had to do whatever it took to get me through college and whatnot. So I don't, I'm never going to shame a job ever. So that, I guess that's my whole thought process. I looked at I looked at it like, all right, shame on folks to even think low of him because he took a job at Trader Joe's. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be full disclosure here. Okay, and I'm not going to put all the business out there, so I guess it's not full disclosure, but it's going to be full disclosure for me, not for the person I'm talking about. Um, I went to I went to college. Okay, and you know I I had help paying for college. I'm still paying for it now, but I I, I had help paying for college, and I had a family member that decided to take a second job. Um, to help me pay for college, and. 
This job was cleaning office buildings at night when nobody was there. And when I was around in the summertime, excuse me, or, you know, holiday time, whatever the case may be, I would help them. You know, I, I would, I would help, I would help them with it. And when, when I'm looking, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm clearing trash cans and stuff like that. And I'm looking, I'm, I'm seeing people's desk. I'm right there. I'm at people's desks and whatnot. And I noticed a desk of a person that I went to high school with. And it hurt me that, you know, this person that's helping me had to clean up after a person that I went to school. That I went to high school with. Not that you know, wow. it was actually somebody that you know I was I was okay with in high school and all like that. But it was just the fact that yeah. this person, you know, my 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 family member had to clean up after a person I went to high school with, and I heard, and and it killed me inside. It really did. It killed me inside, and I said to myself like I I can't I can't let this happen anymore. Like I I got to figure out a way to to make my own money. To make this happen, because there's no there's no way that this should be happening. All right, it, it really hurt me inside. But I say that to say that my family member did what they needed to do to help me out. No shame in it. No shame in it whatsoever. You know, no shame in it whatsoever. Um, and I'm I'm actually grateful to this day. You know, I, I owe a lifetime. I'm grateful to this day, and I will I will I will always owe that person. Okay, two one five three 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 nine nine two. Um, I want to shift gears a little bit. You can you can always still call in and talk about the um the Jeff Owens situation, job shaming. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, R dot. Did you want to get a last word before we switched up? Oh man, you know my last little thought on that, and I just saw it not too long ago. Actually, a friend sent it to me. Uh, it was a post on CNN, and it stated that Nicki Minaj was donating. Uh, $25,000 to Jeffrey Owen. I saw yeah. that. Mm. I, thought I saw that. I, and, I, I, and, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. Go ahead. My thought, my, my initial thought was, hey, you know, the man just said he didn't want anybody's pity. Um, but I think that, and, and I don't know what he's going to do, if he's going to accept it, if he's not going to accept it, uh, what he would do with it if he did accept it. Uh, because thinking about the situation, there's so many things that he could do uh, with what he's receiving to kind of just make that $25,000 donation beneficial. So uh, that was just my last thought on it since I just saw it. Thank you, uh, Jake Bibb, for sending that to me. Absolutely. 215-383-3992. And press the number one button if you want to speak on, on any of the topics that we're covering we're in, in just a couple of minutes. We're going to go into um, we're going to go into the Kaepernick Nike topic, and and that's going to be a fun one to talk about. But before we do that, we got a call coming in uh, from from three zero five six. You're on Intelligent Ignorance. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Hey, how you doing? Hello. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Tyra. I'm calling from Philadelphia. Oh, hey, Tyra. How are you? What, you, what, what did you want to uh, talk about? What were you talking? I want to talk about the job shaming. I know you're about to wrap that topic up. 
Um, okay. Can you do me a favor, Ty? Can you turn down your uh, turn on your radio, whatever you're listening? Can you turn that down a little bit? Give me a little feedback here. It's turned down. Okay. Maybe Thank you. Somebody else's laptop that need to be turned down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> turn that down. Okay. So I wanted to talk about the job shame, and I heard your story about your family member cleaning up office buildings, um, you know, to help you pay for college. And it kind of it kind of struck a chord with me because I do work in a hospital, and we have a lot of people that you know make the hospital run and make other businesses run. And as far as job shaming is concerned, like where would certain places be without the people who clean up? Yeah, you know, like right. in some businesses, the CEO is not going to stay late and empty everybody's trash. But when his business partners come in, they want to see that office clean. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way with, with with hospitals as I see it. The doctors don't clean up. The cleaning staff does. But when you come in as a patient, you want to see a clean hospital. So everybody plays a part and plays a role. And, you, and that's why we shouldn't job shame. Because you wouldn't go into a hospital that didn't have a cleaning staff because that hospital would be nasty. Yes, you, have to, you know, you have to treat everybody's job as valuable, and I think people don't. And and I think that's the issue where we don't see certain things as being valuable. The cashier is just as valuable as the CEO of the company. And some CEOs don't understand that. Exactly, and some right people now, don't, don't understand it, but that. you wouldn't go, you can't be the CEO, run the business, cashier, clean, take out the trash, you're going to burn yourself out, and your business is going to is going to fail. So everybody's job is valuable, no matter what level you are. Your job is valuable, and we as individuals need to see that too, so we won't be so down and so depressed about about going to work. You know, I don't I don't shame him for what he did. I think he was doing the best that he could do. And maybe he was happy doing that. Some people are happy. They're people person. They like to make people smile. And maybe that's what he liked to do. Like, we can't equate our happiness or what we think makes us happy to what somebody else, you know, what it would take for somebody else to be happy. If he's happy doing that, then leave him alone. Because had he had committed suicide or did something else, then we would have been like, oh, my God, what happened? What was going on? Or had he been out here robbing and and stealing and selling drugs, oh, my God. It's just like you can't, it it doesn't matter what you do, people are going to have something to say about it. If you do something good, they're going to have something to say. If you do something bad, they're going to have something to say. But this man is happy, and he's living his life, and they need to leave him alone. He's living his best life. He ain't going back. Well, um, I'm not. Let me let me stop. Let me stop. Um, yeah, absolutely. And 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 to to add to your comment, I'm not. I'm not. Um, my story. I wasn't shaming the people that actually did the job that my family member was doing. I just didn't want my family member doing. It, it was when I saw the when I saw it was someone that from my high school, and I was mm-hmm. just like. I, you know what? I can't let this person do that. Okay, it's right. it's it's all it's all. I mean, it has to be done, right? It just has and to I be done. I didn't have a problem with it until I saw that. If I never saw that, I wouldn't have had a problem. With doing. Why right. did if you? If it was a family member, if it, what I'm saying is, I, until I saw 
that it was it was someone from my high school, someone that I goofed around with in class. Okay, someone you know that that I know I know them, I know their background. I was just like, uh-huh. you know what, you know, I can't, I can't, I don't like this person doing this. It needs to okay. be done. It just didn't need okay. to be done by that person, in in my opinion. Okay. okay. In my opinion, but like I said, that person was helping me pay for college. So okay. that person was doing what they felt they needed to do, and I'm forever in debt, forever in debt. Okay. Two one five three eight three three nine nine two, and thank you for your call, Ty. We're gonna keep you on if you want to be on. Um, we're gonna shift gears a little bit. Okay. We're gonna shift gears a little bit. We're going. It's, it's gonna be fun too. Well, at least I think it's gonna be fun. We still got our dot on the line too. Um, this week started the NFL seasons. The NFL season started off on a Thursday night with the Philadelphia Eagles defeating the Atlanta Falcons 18-12. Of course, it wasn't the Eagles. I probably wouldn't even talk about the score. But anyway, with the start of the NFL season comes, of course, controversy. You know, the president of the United States has things to say about the NFL and his players. You know, a lot of people have things to say about the NFL and his players. But this season, just before the beginning of the season, one company had something to say about one of the NFL's former players. Of course, I'm talking about Colin Kaepernick and the Nike ad, which Colin, which Nike made Colin Kaepernick the face of their, was I believe, 30-year anniversary of the Just Do It campaign. Yeah. Which I believe they, they probably, I think they still say Just Do It. We've been saying Just Do It for the last 30 years. Anyway, that that's not the important part of it, but... Why is this such a such a big deal? Well, for those that just have been living under a rock, this is a big deal because Colin Kaepernick, of course, is is known right now at this point for taking a knee during the national anthem in protest of injustices that happen here in the United States. And a lot of people took a lot of offense to the things that were happening. To, well, to him taking a knee. A lot of people, which him taking the knee led to other protests along in, in the NFL. And in, and in all sports, actually. You saw it in soccer. You saw it in, um, in um, oh, I'm sorry, I can't think. It wasn't baseball. Uh, you saw a couple things in basketball, but uh, there's another. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm blanking on it. But you saw it across different the sports. NBA across across the world. Across the world. You saw it across different sports across the world. And of course, the president had his his feelings on it, and and of course, you know, he he had to stick with his base and say, you know, get these SOBs out of the league if they don't want to stand for the flag, they're not patriots, whatever the case may be. But this isn't really about Trump, at least not yet. Okay, this is about Colin Kaepernick and Nike, and you know, I, I'm before I put my opinions out there, I want to get everyone else's opinions first. Let's talk about our dot. Our dot. We ain't heard from you in a little bit. What's your opinion on the whole Colin Kaepernick Nike ad situation? Man, for one, I absolutely love it. Shout out to the people over at Nike that put that amazing ad campaign together for the 30th anniversary. Uh, it, I was I was absolutely touched by the the video. Uh, but when I just saw the initial image that they released of Kaepernick with the afro out, uh, it 
took me right back to the initial protest. And I think people fail to remember that when they took him off the field, even with him not playing, backing him during the protest, he had the number, he had the eighth highest selling jersey in the NFL day. And that's amazing before, for somebody. Before the protest the, or during the protest? No, what, door, after he began protesting. Okay. So he still had support from the people, even though he wasn't on the field. And I think Nike obviously paid attention to that because it showed that his impact was much more than athletic. And I think we saw a lot of it with uh, with what happened with the president of the United States and his his opinion and Pulitzer's opinion about athletes. I know we saw the shut up and dribble. Uh, there's just a number of things that it brought back to with putting Colin Kaepernick as the face of the Just Do It campaign because, I, and I want to paraphrase it, but I know it says stand up and even if you can lose everything, which it looked or it appeared to seem like he did lose everything uh, because he lost his football career. Uh, he's still in the middle of a collusion case against the NFL. So to launch that campaign with the start of the football season, knowing that he's locked into a legal battle with the NFL right now, I think it was very strategic and very deliberate on Nike's part to say, hey, even if you're not going to acknowledge what these players are standing for, as your athletic sponsor, we will. And we don't agree. Yeah, he's he's uh he's done it. I'm sorry, Nike has done it time and time again. Um, you know, Nike is not stupid. <laughs> okay, um, and and by that I mean, you know, if if it really would have hurt their bottom line, they they wouldn't have done it. I mean, they stood behind Tiger, stood behind Charles Barkley through all the controversy he was dealing with in Philadelphia and Phoenix and beyond. Um, the the ads that they recently put out with Serena Williams that are not contra- not necessarily controversial ads, but they are, I think, in a sense, empowerment ads for women and and mothers especially. Um, and, and you know the the phone and the phone lines are, are, are blowing up right now. Um, everybody wants to talk about this cabinet thing. You know, <laughs> Nike is 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 taking this and and even recently. Nike put out um, a um, um, I'm blanking again. Here we go. This is what happens when you do a show on the, under the weather. Uh, a, a hijab is that is that the correct pronunciation? I'm sorry, but um, Nike put put that out, and that's that can be that's somewhat controversial in this country, especially in the in the climate of this country. I mean, personally, I don't have a problem with it. But there are people that will have problems with it because they're just closed-minded and ignorant. Two one five three eight three three nine nine two. The phone lines are blowing up right now. If you want to talk to us, press the number one button, and we will get you right on through. We're talking about Colin Kaepernick. We're talking about Nike. We're talking about the backlash, and we got a call coming in from the seven five seven. What's your name? We call him. I mean, what's your name? And and and, and I'll just speak your mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
Seven five seven. That's you. Oh, that is me. Okay, hi. That is you. <laughs> East Lake. Hello. I'm calling from Virginia, but I'm from Philly. Hey. What's um, going on? What, what, what's your opinion on this Colin Kaepernick issue or the Jeff Owens issue? So the the my stance on the whole Nike Kaepernick thing is one: this isn't new for Nike. People should really pay attention to history above all else. They're um, and not just with Nike, just with a lot of major corporations that have major influence in the consumer market, there's a lot of corporations that back the so-called underdog or those that go against the grain. Um, so I, I, I'd I like to say that I think it's very strategic on their part, like someone else said. Um, but I, I want to say that Nike is standing on the right side of the coin. Personally, I think it's probably more business than political, but one has nothing to do with the other in my eyes, strictly because I I was in the Navy for 14 years. My brother just retired from the Army. My parents were in the military. I could go on and on and on. And the, the things that you see in the military are often not talked about. And mm. people who have never Spiced. And and that could go for people that have so much to say about police officers, firefighters, doctors, nurses. When you're in a service type of industry, people that don't serve in that industry have so much to say about it. And you really don't understand the amount of sacrifice that it really takes. So I want to say out of my friends who are – currently active or formerly active, 99% have no issues with how he's protesting. And the 1% that does have an issue, it is when, when he chooses to protest, i.e. during the national anthem. But even then, it's not even the fact that he has an issue, that they have an issue with the protest, that it's the time that he's choosing to protest. So I say all that because I don't think in Nike's instance that it's really, well, we're going to back Kaepernick because of what he stands for. I think it's really more of we know we can monopolize off of this just because they're fan base, people that purchase their products. I mean, I've been wearing Nike since I was a little girl. So I wasn't going to change just because they backed them. But it would be the same instance with, I didn't stop eating Subway when Jerry was a child molester, not because I, I wanted to go to Subway because of Jerry. <laughs> I went to Subway because it was good. So <laughs> you can't pick and choose when you want to protest. And last year I didn't protest the NFL. I watched every single game that the Eagles won. I watched the damn Super Bowl, and I watched the game the other night. And we're going to continue to have a good year. Go Eagles. But go Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Go first. But it's not going to change the fact that people are going to protest what they want when it's convenient. But unless you really served in the service industry, you really have no foot to stand on, which is where mm. my biggest beef with 45 is. How do you dodge something five times, but you have the audacity to tell somebody how they're supposed to do their job? What? What kind of stuff you got in the so that's, 215-383-3992. That's 
and we thank you for your opinion. We'll let you stick around if you have any more that you want to say. But we're talking right now about Colin Kaepernick and the Nike ad and, and the backlash from I'm going to talk a little bit about the backlash. It's the fun part for me, the backlash. Okay. And we're going to get, we're going to get our dot back in here. Cause I'm sure he wants to talk about now. Our dot myself, just like the caller just said, uh, just like Leslie just said, you know, she's been wearing Nike since she was little. I've, I myself have also been wearing Nike since I was a young kid. I can remember one time, and I don't know if my dad would remember saying that, saying what I'm about to say that he said to me. Okay. But I can remember one time as a kid, um, my dad saying, and I think I wanted some, I, I think I wanted some sneaker. And I don't know if the sneaker might've been real expensive and that's why my dad said it. Or, you know, if my dad really felt like, felt the way that he, of what he said. But my dad said, no, no, you're only going to wear these Nikes. They're the best for your feet, right? And I don't remember what sneaker I wanted. It might have been the British Nikes. It might have been might have been some L.A. Gears. It might have been something. It might have been something that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson was, was endorsing, and, and he didn't want me wearing any Lakers stuff. He didn't want me, I don't know. It, you know, he may have had whatever reason he had for saying that. Maybe he really believed what he said. But I've been wearing Nike products since I was young. And it, it was only – and it was only recently – Within the past, let me see. I mean, there there was there was times in my college days that I wore shoes, sneakers on my feet that were not Nike, based on fashion. Okay, it, the sneakers matched my gear. I was wearing Diodorus. I was wearing Converse. I was wearing Puma. Whatever the case may be, it was matching my gear. Okay, you, if you if you was around in the two thousands, you know the sneaks had to match your gear impeccably. Okay. Um, but the the um, Nike situation, I, I find myself gravitating towards it, and it might be brain, might be it might be logo brainwash. Okay, it could very well be that. But I I find myself gravitate gravitating towards Nike because that's just what I'm used to wearing. Um, with all the sports that I played, R dot, I know you wear Nike a lot. You know my my cleats. For the, uh, 99% of my cleats I've worn in, in my sporting events have been Nike, um, Nike t-shirt. Actually, the glasses I'm wearing right now are Nike glasses. I've had these glasses for coming on, uh, coming up on a year. Okay, and then I didn't get them because they were Nike. I got them because they were actually pretty comfortable and they were light. Okay, so you know, Arda, I'm gonna get you in here. Um, uh, you got me still here with me, Arda? Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm locked okay. in, man. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make you sure know, I couldn't coming, <laughs> coming up, Nike Nike was all I wore. And, you know, it's all I still wear. I even I have some close affiliations to the Nike family. My cousin is one of the creative minds over at Nike and Team Jordan, and he's been there for over a decade. Um, so shout out to Frank Cooker with some amazing designs. I know he just helped out with those uh, the Jordans that released for Ray Allen for his Hall of Fame. So, I mean, awesome stuff. And even prior to his affiliation, my family affiliation with Nike, I've always been a Nike guy. I think I've had maybe two pair of sneakers in my lifetime that weren't Nike. And I remember what they were. I bought a pair of Allen Iverson, the original questions when they came out, and I bought a pair of Yeezys. That was it. Um, But everything for me has been Nike. And to see how people are standing up right now against Nike. And it's just crazy to see some of the protests 
to see people burning sneakers and burning their apparel. I For think one, you already bought it. Like, right. You already bought it. So Nike right. already has your money. So if you want to, and I think I, it was somebody who posted, it was a meme that said if you were so interested in getting rid of Nike apparel, why not donate it to the homeless veterans that you care so much about? I, and I thought that was a great I post. Think, and I think it's, you know, for me as a veteran and somebody who served multiple tours overseas, um, initially when Colin Kaepernick came out and he said it has nothing to do with our military and it has nothing to do with the troops. It's all about a country who basically their love and admiration for people. It's all about convenience for our country to say, hey, we're all inclusive, but then not stand up when a certain group of people are not included. So to say that these protests shouldn't occur is basically saying, hey, I agree with how things are being handled by our country. And it's asinine for people to think that there is something just as simple as justice and equality for all, because there isn't. Not in America. And the people who are making the stand against these things, they're risking their livelihoods. They're risking their income. They're risking futures not only for them, but for anybody affiliated with them. I mean, because, you know, how many of these people bring on their families for employment? So now their income stream stops. Their families are impacted. The other people around them are impacted. So I just think it's really, really – oh, go go ahead and spit that number because I know we got to get some calls coming in on this one. Yeah, we got actually less than five minutes left in the show. It's kind of crazy. We just got on, oh, wow. just got really into this topic. Uh, we might have to continue this topic next week. But two one five three 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 nine nine two. We got less than five minutes. Um, you know, and, and we wanted to talk about the shooting in Texas. That I, I know you brought up the shooting in Texas that you wanted to talk about real quick. That, and, and you know, like I said, we got under five minutes. Um, so real quick, I want you to go ahead and uh, speak on that real quick. Oh, man, I was a little upset about seeing this. A female officer in Dallas, uh, she allegedly mistook a residence for being her own and shot an African-American male and killed him in his own residence. Um, it's, It's just another example of how our police, the people who are sworn to protect and serve us, don't do that. Um, and I know really interestingly you had brought up something about it that I didn't know. So if you want to go ahead and drop that, go ahead. Yeah, I just uh, found out this morning um, that a, a twist in the case, and I want to—I just want to look it up. I'm, I don't have time to look it up now, but a, a twist in the case that I was just told, and, and people can confirm it for me you know, if they want to, um, this officer that shot the man, was the man's ex-girlfriend, which can really throw a wrench into the story that originally came out. Is they mistook them, mistook the per- mistook the person for breaking into the residence. Like this story is going to have is going to give is going to grow wings. Okay, I'm gonna tell you right now, this story is going to grow wings and it's going to go in places. It's going to fly in places that 
probably we can't even imagine right now. This is going. This story is going to be huge, and we're going to have to follow up on this story next week if it stays in the news. It's got to stay in the news, and if it doesn't, we we probably just have to follow it ourselves. But I definitely want to keep up with this case, and we got under three minutes left in the show, so I'm going to get ready to wrap up this show. But before I, before I do that, real quick on the Nike Collin Cabinet thing, on the people that's burning their shoes, cutting the logos off. Are you going to cut the logos off and still wear the clothes? Come on, stupid. Don't do that. Do it if you want to, but you like 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 everybody said, why don't you give the give the clothes to a veteran? Right? Why don't you since since you got such a problem with the with the clothes now, they're already paid for the decent clothes because you're obviously still wearing them. Give the clothes to a veteran. All right. And I inadvertently yesterday, inadvertently because I didn't notice it until after I put everything on, I was Nike head to toe yesterday. And I ain't even gonna lie, I went out and and, and ran errands. I, w- I was looking at people because I wanted to see if I was getting any looks from anybody. I, like I said, I got Nike glasses. I had a Nike Just Do It t-shirt on. I had Nike shorts on, basketball shorts. I had Nike socks on. And I had Nike shoes on. Okay? Now, I didn't do it on purpose. It just happened to be that way. And I, and I walked around everywhere. I, walked. I just wanted to look to see if I got any looks. I didn't get any looks from anybody. At least none that I noticed. Okay? So, you know, maybe I'll do it again and, and it'll be another social experiment for us here at Intelligent Ignorance right here on New Twist Radio. But I want to thank everybody who checked in, everybody who called in, even the calls that we didn't get a chance to get to. I want to thank y'all. And, of course, this podcast will be available for listening on YouTube and on other entities, and and we will definitely get that posted very soon, and I will post it on our social media, so definitely check that out. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at at New Twist Radio. New Twist Radio. Follow us. All the updates will be there. You can check us out there. Um, uh, give out your social media real quick, R. Dot. Oh, man. I don't even. Uh, R. Dot Hunter on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> and Spell that on one Instagram. R. D. O. T. H. U. N. T. E. R. Yes. Straight out. And also the business, Tease with Attitude on Instagram, T W A. Tees.com for your t-shirt needs. Make sure you check us out. Custom made. Custom made. You better get I got mine. You better get yours. Hey, Custom and of course, follow, follow follow, follow New Twist Radio on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. New Twist Radio. And of course, if, if you're interested at all in what I do on a daily basis, you can follow me too at Jay Watson Radio Man on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, you know, shout out to the homies over at uh, Stolen Sports. Uh, we had our show yesterday, you know, making our picks. Check out my man Mike Knox and his um, his pick 'em, his bet that segment. Check him out. He's already one for one, so you could have already made some money if you listen to Mike Knox. I'm telling you right now, check him out. That's three X's. That's three X's. K N O X X X. All right, three X's. I know it probably won't come up in some of your searches because you got some filters or whatever, but figure it out. Look, we out of here. Thank you for listening. We appreciate y'all. We love you for loving us. We check y'all next week on Intelligent Ignorance. We out of here. Peace. Peace.